What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Justin Holder Package, Craig the British Bulldog, bringing you our perspective in the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic, Missed Opportunities, NWO 2002. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast. Or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you do us a solid and give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Craig, huh? why is this a missed opportunity, man? I think we're about to find out. I think this is... Uh... You're talking about the greatest faction in wrestling history. Could you recreate the magic uh, 20 oh, years you. ago today? Or Horseman fans are like, fuck you, I hope you die. <laughs> or uh, fuck uh, you. Exactly. Thank you, Terry. Um, <laughs> that, that's actually day one of, of the NWO coming into the WWE. And Hogan literally says, God bless Vince McMahon. And yeah. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. At that moment. God bless Vince McMahon. Thank you. And God bless all of you, too. And last of all, God bless America. Thank you for the chance. Can we give a chance, JR? I can't speak for you. I don't buy into one word that we just heard. Um, it's it's just such a it's such a crazy time, and the beginning of that segment literally says is Vince in black and white, which is NWO by the way, saying since I can't control it, I'm gonna kill it. Yeah, I'm gonna kill my company. Bring it was the, the NWO. And that's the thing. So yeah. much kind of went wrong with it, friend. We'll talk about it from Nash's yeah, injuries so to Hogan to WrestleMania 18 and the reaction there. Like what yeah. could have been? Is that a missed opportunity? We don't know. We'll chat about it. But it's certainly. While not a um, a disaster as much as the WCW invasion, huh. would it even if everything could have gone right, would it have been all right or well, whatever? You bring up a good point. I think this should have been the WCW invasion. Can you imagine if in 2001, if these guys weren't writing big guaranteed contracts from AOL Time Warner yeah, right. as it came over? And the first thing that you ever saw from WCW was the NWO trying to come in. That would have been fucking massive. I don't know if it would have worked. I don't even know if Vince McMahon could have managed the egos. Think about 2001. WrestleMania 17 time. Austin, Rock were just fucking gigantic. DX was gigantic. Triple H. Undertaker. Like, think about WrestleMania 17 and everybody that was involved in that. And you had like guys under like Angle and Benoit coming up and Guerrero and all this stuff. Like I don't know how NWO would have fit in. I think we're gonna talk about it. You know, like they couldn't get these guys when it mattered. You know, if right. you if you they tried, had, but like, you, you yeah, would sit if, home too if you were being paid by AOL Time Warner yeah, to just I, sit I, home. I'll be you would up. sit home I too. I don't blame them at sure. all. Sure. Oh god, some of the I mean, even Rey Mysterio sat out. Like you had these guys that were paying. They had two and a half or two years or a year and a half. Like, Flair yeah, only had a year left on his contract. You can't just turn you down can't. that money. By the time we got NWO, it was way past when it should have been. It was 2002, a year later. like Exactly a year later, almost. And Hogan Hall and Nash did not get younger. Uh, no oh, offense. they didn't? Hall did not hold back on his uh, fun times. Oh, he didn't? Uh, Nash oh. didn't either. 
uh, Hogan was not getting younger. He was already super. But old Nash was in super great shape and, and was like injury proof, right? Oh no! <laughs> oh my God! See, what? This, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, it's just it it when we got it. I still think, though, the reason why I want this to be a missed opportunity is because I still think we'll talk about the reaction they got when they came out in 2 at No Way Out. We'll talk about everything else that happened afterwards. I think they still, I think Vince could have got some kind of mileage. Not, I'm not talking like reinvent the wheel or kind of have a second wave of the NWO to have the effect that they did the first time, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that they could have done more. I think there was a lot of missed opportunities with the NWO 2002 uh Revival, you going to call it? Yeah, sure. Let's jump on in. The New World Order, commonly abbreviated as the NWO, is a as professional USA. wrestling USA. stable that originally what? consisted of Hollywood Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. The stable originated in World Championship Wrestling, or WCW. What? Where? What? what? Where? With the gimmick a of a group of unsanctioned wrestlers aiming to take over and control WCW in the manner of a street gang kind of situation. Right there, I have to pause you. It, it, this is going to be super obvious when we get to it. That was the fucking... That was the thing that launched that rocket of the NWO. It was like, you didn't... Yeah. They, they shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Like, and we're going to talk about when Vince brings him aboard. What's this here? Are you employed Vince, by Vince the w- World Wrestling Federation? No. No. <laughs> yeah. No. And because it was for Listen, another company, we had to guess. We were like, dude, these guys... Before, when people jump before... It was like you, someone left WWF television, and they were gone for a couple months. And they got repackaged and something it, totally different. Yeah, they, and they got repackaged. And the WCW would air vignettes, or vice versa. WWE would air vignettes of the new, the new version or the repackaging of whoever you... It's almost like before. an unspoken courtesy, yeah. right? Yes. NWO, when they first debuted in WCW, was Hall and Nash got no vignettes. It was Hall coming out of the crowd in jeans. Mm-hmm. A lot of denim. And like coming out of the crowd and jumping over the rail, it's true. And being like, "What's I with the Canadian the tuxedo?" The going like, "What?" The announcer's going, "Huh? <laughs> Hoo ha!" That was the magic of the NWO. So now we go to O2, and Dave will get to that. Just when you said that, Dave, it jumped out at me. I was like, "That's," I mean, God, Vince had to be more creative. Like in, the, the, you know, you can't just bring the NWO back and be like, "By the way, they're coming." No, Steve, Steve Dahl was trying to get an offensive going. Wait a minute, but. What the hell but is going what? on here? But the motor, well, he just got reversed right there. But the about. motor runs him down. What are you talking about? Look, look here. Well, What's what the here? hell? Wait a minute. Somebody give me a mic. Give me a mic. What's with this? Wait, we need security here. I, we, I have no idea. Hey. Wait a minute. I can't believe it. I can't believe what I'm saying. It's like, okay, when they first debuted, we didn't know they were coming. And we didn't know that Hogan was the third guy. We yeah. didn't know any of that. And so when well, that happened, that made them as big as they were. So when Vince reintroduced them in 02, he was just like, yeah, they're coming. And we're like, oh. Yeah. Uh, the NWO angle became one of the most influential storylines in the mid to late 1990s. Uh, um, it was, I'm sorry, success of WCW. It was instrumental in turning mainstream North American professional wrestling into a more mature, adult-oriented product, the stable became the main driving force behind WCW competing with the WWF in the Monday Night Wars, taking several ratings um, for a consecutive 83 weeks, if I'm not mistaken. There's a podcast about it. You can check it out. Um, 
Fueled initially by the unexpected villainous churn of Hulk Hogan, the NWO storyline is generally considered one of the most successful angles in the history of modern-day professional wrestling, spawning several uh, imitations and parodies, including the BWO, the IWO, and the JWO. Yeah, Blue World Order was my favorite. <laughs> what was the um, J? Oh, Juggalo. Sorry. Gigolo. Yeah, Juggalo. <laughs> the group dominated WCW programming throughout the late 1990s and continued until the dissolution of WCW in 2001, during which time there were several, sometimes rival, incarnations of the group. After the WWF bought the WCW video library for how much money there, Craig? Two and a half like million. A dollar. Is that right? It was like a dollar yeah, or two. It, it, sh- it could have been a dollar to have a million. It was nothing. I think it was tw- it was twenty bucks. Really, if I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. Without TV, it's worthless. Is what? Uh, like, yeah, in millionaire like talk, it was like twenty bucks. A handshake yeah. and an ice cream bar, just yeah. fucking there, ridiculous. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but it had to be a WWF ice cream bar. Yeah, they still had yeah. it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon bought uh, bought. Uh, I'm sorry. After all the trademarks, Vince McMahon brought in Hogan, Hall and Nash, the original NWO. At No Way Out in February of 2002 as hired thugs in an attempt to kill the WWF so that McMahon would not have to share power with the new WWF <laughs> kayfabe co-owner, Rick Flair. Woo! Uh, can, I, can I get Wings! Some? Championship wings! <laughs> wings! Wings! <laughs> That's not that's not going away for a while. I'm just saying. Always gold. It's always yeah. gold. Yeah. And I just, I, and, and Jess, if you could find the, the the scene where Vince is like, "I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill it. I'm going to kill what I created. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill my creation. I'm going to inject." The WWF with a lethal dose of poison. If anybody's gonna kill my creation, I'm gonna do it. Me and the NWO. Oh. The NWO is not to be announced. They are a virus. They are this attacking of whatever core you're trying to protect. That's what the NWO was. And so when you announce that they're coming in, and then before NWO, by the way, this Sunday on pay-per-view, the NWO will be at No Way Out. I'm like, ugh. Like, as a fan, I remembered, like, that's not who they are. Like, but Craig said it earlier. It's like sharing secrets. In Vince's mind, it was all about bringing Ramon, Diesel, and Hogan back. That's all it was. Like, they, he dressed them as the NWO, but in his mind, he's like, they're coming back home. <laughs> they're coming back home. Like, it's yeah. like, no. Like, bring, if you're going to bring them back as cancer, bring them back as the original NWO. Let them surprise you. Let them jump over the rails. Hogan would probably take 20 minutes doing it, but fine, whatever. Uh, like, let him jump over the rails on a Raw and attack whoever and then leave. Like, let, bring them back in the same way that WCW made them famous. Make them a little bit, even though Vince is the owner and he's given them permission to be there, let him sneak attack. Let him come in. Let him do stuff. Don't announce it. By the way, please join us this Sunday. When you, when you think about when you think about Bischoff at the end of it, he was behind it all along. <laughs> I knew it all along. Right. I was the man, right? Even though he got fucking, you know, 
<laughs> well, a lot of people said that table. too. They're like, "Fuck, you know, you brought Eric Bischoff in later in the year. Why not bring Bischoff in with the NWO? Yeah, against Vince McMahon. Like, yeah. you know, why not? Like, but but they did it. They had Flair as like the good guy owner. Vince is the bad guy. He's like, I'm gonna bring him out in NWO again. Missed opportunities, right? If I was Vince, I'd be like, first of all, let's finish the storyline with Flair and I. Let Bischoff bring in Hogan Hall and Nash, and have Bischoff come in, and like that would have been just fucking heart stopping. Like, you know, if you Bring this the same element of surprise that made them popular. How could you not want to write them in to come into WWF on that? Don't make them friendly. Uh, they, meaning the NWO, had began by targeting the company's two biggest stars, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Lots of good vignettes, though, I have to say on this one. One of the more famous ones yeah. was when uh, they were talking to Rock, <laughs> and, and he came into the back. It was a backstage vignette on No Way Out. And, it, and Hogan's like, look, everybody, it's The Rock. Hey, you're my son's favorite wrestler. Can I have a picture? And then when they took a picture, Hogan under his breath, he's like, yeah, so much for the people's taste. And, and Rock was like, why would you say that? Why would you have to do that? And then he did the whole thing where he, he's all, be you, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Like, yeah. That's like a huge meme right now. So <laughs> that's good. when he went off on like, him, yeah. He's all, you, Razor Ramon. Like, the whole thing. Like So it was really, there were some good vignettes, but would you... You shouldn't push vignettes over the ultimate storyline, which I think Vince started doing from the beginning. What'd you just say? No, 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 Doesn't matter what you just said. See, you shouldn't have said that. Rock was being a man, no problem. Picture for your son, no problem. Rock will tell you what you could do with that camera. You, Chico, Razor Ramon. You take that camera, you shine it up real nice. And then what you do, you give it to your big buddy. Big Daddy Cool, Diesel. <laughs> You turn it sideways, and then you give it to him. Give it to Hogan. Hogan, you take that camera. It's already shined up. Turn sideways. Eat your vitamins. Say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses. I just want big pops. You know, I want he, a, he a, got a, those. A, a freeze frame of the NWO with The Rock. I want a freeze frame of the NWO with Stone Cold. And that, I think he sacrificed the ultimate storyline. Yeah. As a result of Hogan shaking hands with The Rock and getting a positive response from the crowd. After his match at WrestleMania, he turned face and began feuding with Hall and Nash, with The Rock and Kane at his side. And on I'll just pause you right there, Dave, too, because also WrestleMania 18, it's important to note that um, Austin also wrestled Scott Hall in a bit of a... Yeah. Um, didn't want to. Didn't want to. Scott was not at his best. Uh, it wasn't a great match. It was an okay match, but it still was not the match Austin wanted. Not the match it right. could have been with Hall at his peak and perhaps sober. So another kind of, hmm. Well, maybe. and ultimately it wasn't against Hogan. I've said right. it. I've said it so many times. Yeah. When Hall was Razor Ramon, that's when he stopped working out. And He's just this, a big, naturally big fucking guy. And man. how many years later is yeah. this? And and he has an abuse problem. And he, he still. Yeah. I mean, he looked good even then. But you can see even the photos that we ha- we have up and the clips you see, he was a different guy. Yeah, almost re- winded twenty four seven. There's a reason, why, there's a reason why Hogan. Eyes. There's a reason why Hogan and and uh, and Diesel are sleeveless, and Scott is not. Yeah, and no, but mainly he looked good. I mean, he had a, he still had a body here, um, but Hogan's arms looked absolutely jacked uh, at this. <laughs> well, point. Hogan's in the best I shape of his life. He's at yeah, home. Work, he's at home. He's, he's at home working out every day. Come on, yeah, he's great. No travel. Home. He's doing fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then of course Nash, then Diesel's the injuries too. He's on the shelf yeah. for the bicep injury for it's fantastic. two months after, uh, like shortly he after they... So, so great. So great. Right? <laughs> Hall and Ashton brought the former NWO member X-Pac 
uh, on the March 21st, 2002 episode of SmackDown in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. The NWO feuded with Kane until he had was lured backstage by X Pac. Um, he must have been really attractive that day and was put down in action hot. by having his head smashed with a chair. Following this, Nash was suspended for attacking Kane, probably because he's injured in storyline, to recover from his injured bicep. There it is. X Pac would begin wearing Kane's mask. That's dumb. Taunting him on the <laughs> fact that he put him out of action. Um, okay. We're just gonna have to get through this bullshit because it does get. This is this is where the missed opportunity. Yeah, this is bad. Play. Uh, Bradshaw, who had come into into uh, Cade's, uh, Kane's aid, excuse me, fought Hall at Backlash, which Hall yeah. won with help from X Pac. Big Show rejoined the NWO in the April twenty second episode of Raw. Yeah. When Flair and just, I'm sorry, Dave, just to set the table, Hogan is already red and yellow and gone from the NWO at this point yeah, after WrestleMania so eight. So Vince McMahon turned him and took him uh, completely away. And Nash then is on the injured. shelf. What was so, the NWO before Hogan came into it? When you think even in WCW, it was it was just a blip until it happened. Everything changed yeah. from that. Yeah. So when you pull that factor out of it, it's 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 nothing at that point. So well, all these notes and additions are... You don't, you don't continue to book them as a threat. You continue to book them as like a they're mess a who needs to like... They're yeah, they're joke. done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Booker they, they T. Were, they were a computer virus in a sense. That's what they were originally, oh. and now they're not. Oh, like, no. They're just trying to book them as a regular a every year. They yeah. sound like an issue, but they're not going to be yeah. an issue. Booker T then joined the group. His sidekick, Goldust, attempted and failed many times to get in. With the rest of the members, which was X Pac and the Big Show, becoming frustrated with Booker T. Um, Goldust would have been the best member of NWO if they let him in. I'm just <laughs> saying. Uh, with Nash returning and attempting to rebuild the NWO, he brought in Shawn Michaels to the fact. Oh, it's officially dead. <laughs> there it is. On the June 3rd episode of Raw, that's when Michaels then literally kicked Booker T. Out of the NWO a week later. Was that with some scissor kicks there, buddy? Um, I'm sure it was. Michaels, then in the midst of a four-year retirement from professional wrestling, became the first NWO member who had never wrestled in WCW. That's a that's Well, and on top of that, too, so Michaels, I watched that earlier today before we recorded this episode. Nash brings him back. The week later, he kicks Booker T out. And then less than two months later, this angle's dead. And then he reforms the feud with Shawn Michaels, and Michaels makes his in-ring return at SummerSlam 92 in August against Triple H. That's how fast the NWO angled. They're like, get him out of it. Yeah. Put him wow. back in with Triple H. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Like, yeah. You can play on our team any day of the week. So I started to think to myself, oh, God! Oh, Michael just super kicked Booker T's head off! I thought to myself, well, you're the problem. You see, you tried to steal the spotlight 
from the NWO, just like Austin tried to steal it from me, just like The Rock tries to steal it from Hunter. And I've got news for you. From this day forward, absolutely nobody, and I mean nobody, will ever steal the spotlight of the NWO again. Just to clean this up, on July 8th, Nash returned to action on Raw, teaming up with Eddie yeah. Guerrero, X-Pac, Big Show, and Chris Benoit but, to take on Booker T, Goldust, Bubba Ray, and, and Spike Dudley. And sorry, Dave, but they, the, there's a point towards the end also when they were trying to recruit Triple H, and so there's an angle that never really got finished and never... Um, yeah. They were like, if you just need us, you do the little click, click the two sweet click symbol or whatever, and then we'll be there for you. But there was no resolution, so Triple H was never part of the NWO, but they were leading towards something where maybe he would have joined or maybe he would have fought them, and it didn't matter towards the end because it was yeah. it was dropped it was so quickly. Down and bad, yeah. So, and then but, they ended up scrapping that whole thing and then making it just personal between Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And then Shawn Michaels made it, his in-ring comeback yeah. in August at SummerSlam. Yeah, because if anyone is true NWO diehard, it's Shawn fucking Michaels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. New, 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 so new world. Like the voice. Like Hogan was like the biggest icon of wrestling. For Shawn, it would be the sexiest man in wrestling. <laughs> the boy toy. <laughs> Mr. WrestleMania. Shawn. Michaels. So that eight-man tag that I was just talking about, that's where Nash actually tore his quadriceps. Marvin Nash. Being out for months, by the way, with Puts the bicep right back on the injured His list. first match back in the eight-man tag, he runs and tears his fucking ACL. It's fucking insane. That footage from Raw, oh my god. But he's just sitting in the corner, and it's just, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. He just fucking, he gets the hot tag, and he falls down immediately, and you're like, are you? On the following Raw at the biggest ACL tear in wrestling on July 15th, excuse me, Vince McMahon came out of the ring to the entrance of the NWO and made the You guys are done! Was officially disbanded. (laughs) I tried, I fucking tried! I fucking, you caught on all that! That's the best part. (laughs) Afterwards, the NWO storyline was. (laughs) You're done! And the remaining members drifted apart. Michaels returned to active competition within weeks. As Jesse talked Told about, you it wouldn't work! Show, I told you! <laughs> was eventually traded. This was Smackdown stupid! Plan. X-Pac was released from his contract. So bad. Oh, the mighty NWO! Oh, the greatest! Less than a year uh, when they returned to the company, the NWO was blah, done. Blah, 83 weeks! Fuck you! <laughs> One, million. Damn it. One million! Like, all the fuck! Three million for this shit! That's right. That's right. Just, you're done. <laughs> God damn it. Ow. Ow. Oh. So good. And, he, and honestly, he honestly probably did think, like, it's like, I told oh. you so. This was never going to work. I don't know why I did this. Like, Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that, Dave? You, you God bless Vince McMahon, Dave. I was God blessing Vince McMahon. I was. Oh, fuck. I'm telling oh, you, it's yeah. just, it, it's fascinating to me that at the end of the day, what what the NW was was such a 
it was such a comedic circus. And maybe that was Vince's intent because at the end of the day, he wanted to crap on it. He did. He, no, you're this, totally right. And that's why I, wanted wanted, I made this missed opportunity. You're 100% right. I mean, that's, it, that's what sto- the history tells us. You're 100% right. I wanted to write this because I was like, man, like what, what if, even if they pulled Hogan out, I get why he pulled Hogan out after Mania. I totally understand that. But I'm like, what if you made it a little bit more, instead of throwing Goldust in there, which I love the tandem of Booker T and Goldust, like they made me laugh. But don't put a comedy act in NWO. What if you maybe turn Big Show back and then you had him in there with Hall? But I guess I'm answering my own question, right? Hall was falling apart. He was fired after the plane ride from hell. Uh, Nash was injured literally every 30 seconds. Like, after he came back, he'd be like, oh, man, oh, my bicep. Oh, fuck my ACL. Oh, my toe. Oh, I need some wine. Oh, my oh. quad. Wait. Oh, my quaddy pants. Like, it's just, I just, I don't know. Maybe there's no answer. Maybe it wasn't a missed opportunity. Maybe Vince knew when he brought him in. These guys are fucking old. Milk him. Like, and he's just, I don't know. Like, he had no competition, so he didn't have to tell long term story. You're done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. So maybe there is no missed opportunity. Maybe this is the first missed opportunity that we filmed where I'm like, you know what? Thinking back, there was no missed opportunity. He got everything out of it that he could. I think the fantasy fan brain in our heads is like, what if it was just like the WCW NWO? It never had a chance of being because yeah. NWO died in 99, by the way. And then they tried to bring it back with the black and silver in 2000 with Brett and Jarrett and Hall and Nash. And that failed. Like, literally two months after they started it, Brett got a concussion. Brett went away. Like, you know, it's like I, NWO, I think, was a dead concept after the finger poke of doom. Not because of it, by the way, but because it just didn't run By that course. time frame, yeah. The, the, I think Davis said it on past episodes. They never booked an ending. They they, they were so yeah. scared to book an ending for the NWO and do a, have them have their comeuppance, whether it's Sting or Goldberg or whoever, getting the final say. They were so scared to kill it and put a lid on the storyline that they drug it on forever and it ultimately helped kill the company because yeah. you had Hogan Hall and Nash still hanging on to it's that, it's that it's, it's that high that you constantly try to get back from yeah if you're a drug addict you understand not that I'm one unless you, know, you guys disagree I'm with me the, talking this out loud maybe this is not a missed opportunity maybe it's um, done no like maybe... I, I, I see I definitely see some missed opportunities in the realm but here's the thing, right? If, if if it didn't happen the way that it did, would you have Rock Hogan? I'm not sure, right? So maybe no, you would. But you definitely would because they were still interviewing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, well, if if you brought if, him in yeah, as this, I, I as this sneak saying. attack, get, yeah. uh, you're right, I'm you're here. Right. Do you get Rock Hogan? And if you don't, then you go shit. I, I don't want. I don't want that to be missed. Yeah. So that's um, a good point. But what I yeah. what so there's things like that. But I do think there's missed opportunities. I don't want to try to discount that. I, I think no, you don't you don't announce in black and there, yeah. white at some makeup chair with an NWO chair behind you that you're gonna kill it. You don't and do adver- that, right? The so, owner of the company yeah. advertising. By the way, I'm bringing in this faction that really was popular for surprising. And you. I know we're talking about real life you, versus tell you that entertainment. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm who saying, who knows if you had a healthy Nash, if you had a sober Hall, if you had a Hogan <laughs> Those are that they, that, yeah. that stayed a, a heel in WrestleMania X. Well, not even that though. Even going, if you pull Hogan out, if you had like you said, Craig, if you had a sober Hall and a healthy Nash, that but Hogan left. That would have been a great faction like that. Because Hogan and you, Hall, and Hall and you, Nash were the original. I don't know. I think you, you, you almost need Hogan Hall, to have it. Hall and NWO. Nash though, were the original. What if, what if you turned it into Hall and Nash going like, we were the original too. You were the third guy. 
Like you're you were the third sack. wheel. You're like a sack that. of crap. So you want to go be your yellow and red? You want to side with the Rock? That's let's, fine. We're hey, hauling Justin, Nash. Let's we're be real. Yeah. You were you were yeah. you were Hogan yeah. then, but you're not you're not Hogan now. Yeah, I, I yeah, think right? it, it was doomed fine. to begin Get with. To be honest, yeah, and it, it got us it got us one of the five greatest matches in WrestleMania history with Hogan Rock. It got us that 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 moment. Yeah, uh, it didn't get us much more but, than but that. But it also got us but, Austin and you know Austin, Austin Hall. Hall. Awesome. Yeah. Um, why would I? Why would I do that? Why, <laughs> oh, why am I not the main event? Yeah. So, it's, but it's, 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 it was uh, it was doomed vexing. from the beginning. I think it's vexing for sure is what it is. Right? And like, and then if you have the dynamic of those three guys backstage and a new dynamic with Vince telling this yeah. is how we're gonna well, do it as opposed to actually, four oh, years oh, of that's a good point. Four years of that doesn't work for me, brother. Or. Uh, Nash Hogan speaking Hall and Nash has all said individually that when they walked into that locker room, it was like somebody farted. They were just like, oh, <laughs> these guys here. Yeah. Like, because it, yeah. they were the, they were literally competition the year before. Well, you would, now you, would, you would argue like that, that that was that was the real story. Like, what was happening I would argue, scenes? though, I would argue, though, uh, learn your history, and that's fucking Hulk Hogan in your locker room. <laughs> the guy who literally built the company with that you're that, that, you, that you live in, yeah. that you're getting paid. Paul right and now. Nash, I can understand. They actually became bigger after Ramon and Diesel than they were as Ramon and Diesel. I, you I got, say but, that. Don't, but don't, but Hogan, don't you, like, but don't you have to respect that, too, Jess? Hogan's a god. Come on, like yeah, Hogan's a god. Number one, but if, Not if now, if, but no, yeah, if you're on the comeuppance and you see Hall and Ash walk into the room after what they did to you, you should be like, bro, that was fucking cool. That was that's pretty incredible. You were Razor Ramon in Diesel here, and you went over there, and you fucking tore the house down for for years. Well, we. We talk about this too. The reason why we do this podcast is because most people, what do they say? They work themselves into a shoot because you, it's so political backstage. It's all it fake, is. right? I mean, I know it. People don't like sure. to use the F word. It's all fake and scripted or whatever. But these people that they're like real actors and actresses, they're fighting for their position in the back. They're trying to make sure that they're the number one guy. So you're right. Yeah. Looking back, going like, dude, if I was in the backstage, I'd be like, dude, Hall, NWO, one of the biggest acts, the act that beat Vince for 83 weeks is here. Awesome. But like instead, they're like, "What are you doing here? What are you I, doing?" I, oh, what's funny is like, like I, I think know, of certain people. You try to put think that way. Business, you fucker. Well, there's, there's so many people that are WWE almost lifers. But then I see someone like Jericho walk up to those guys and be like, "What's up, man? It's yeah. good to see you. You guys, man. I'm just some shit, Hogan of all people. Like, you know? Hogan was the guy who built that house, and he tore it down. I was gonna say then, like, he, he also tore it down. Yeah, they his... rebuilt it with yeah, but wrestling was dying anyway when Hogan left. It wasn't like. WWF was moving right along, and they were breaking records, and Hogan's like, I'm out. I'm going to go work for Crockett. That would be different. Like, it wasn't like that. In 93, Hogan was dead. But, yeah. but the, was the end, power of Hogan know. and Nash backstage led to a degradation right. yeah. in quality and action and stuff that yeah, would yeah. have happened had they not had full creative control in everything they did. True. Very true. That's it, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, but responsible for everyone getting paid, too. But at the same time, maybe maybe it deserves maybe the NWO storyline deserves to live in the bubble in WCW. It did what it did. It served its purpose. Maybe it's not a missed opportunity. Maybe it should never have came in WWF ever. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, it brought it brought us Rock and Hogan, so I I can't hate it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, without again, we've talked about so many times. We talked about it on the previous episode of of the Vince Man kind of era, but wh- where would we all be without that 
that whole mind share of Hogan, you know, sorry, of, uh, of Vince McMahon. And it's, we, we probably wouldn't be on this podcast right now. We probably, we may not even know each other. I mean, I'm just saying he yeah. kind of brought all that together. So, it, I mean, it, it, do, it does matter. It, it does matter. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he really was. So what, uh, all you have to say is. God bless Vince McMahon. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all you have well to say. Done. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast. Or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, can you do us a damn solid? And give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter. At OWB2019 or on Facebook at our wrestling. New world order. For Jesse, Craig, this is Dave with the OWP signing off. Have a good one. The biggest icon in wrestling. Yes, do you miss me? Every death of freedom, a fatal choice. Doesn't this don't mean